0: You're listening to Hayes Radio Network. Cannabis lifestyle radio.
1: Yo, picture me rolling. Uh, I got my co-host Dietrich in the house tonight. And then I got two amazing guests. Um, I got Golda from CanVestments, a friend of ours that's doing wonderful things in the finance space for cannabis Moving into the future, we got some big wins in the in the election with that too, with New Jersey and uh, Arizona coming online for recreational go cannabis because so that's that's exciting. It's like every every election when it keeps you know it goes it goes one more place or one one red state turns into like a a, a medical and then to a recreational. We know that you know
0: it's working. Mississippi, right? Yes, Mississippi
1: went huge. That's you, great, bro. I yes. mean if anybody's so Is that the first in the South too, right? No, not not the uh who else is medical in the South? Huh?
2: Florida's South r- Dakota in the
1: South? No. No? <laughs> no, they're it's not. It's South of the North. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, I guess Mississippi for the real South. South Dakota yeah. went well,
2: winkle though,
3: which
4: is exciting
1: too. Um, I like Mississippi. Mississippi's a great. A oh, great Florida place. Do Florida's been, yeah. Oh I'm they've old. been medical and now and now they're going to recreational as well. Um Let's introduce our our second special guest uh appearance by a dude that I'm a huge fan of and uh he's from this great band called Incubus and I love it and I think they're great and because of my boy Dietrich, I get to go to shows here and there and it's really fucking cool. Um we, we have, got
0: we have good times. That's right. A great, yeah. great
1: vibes, bro. Every show I've ever been to has been amazing and I've been watching y'all since I was uh you know, a little bit younger and uh yeah, thanks for being from, here, they're bro. They're from my hood. We got, Huh? They're from our hood. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah That Kyo Valley vibes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The Valley yeah. vibes are good vibes. So we got DJ Kilmore in the house. Thanks for coming, Kyo. I Appreciate <laughs> you, dog. Yeah.
0: No worries, man. Um, Finally yeah, got Thank it. you, brother. Yeah. You want to throw? You want to throw a song on just for the
1: millennials or somebody that haven't heard Incubus or not? Who has not can, can I throw? I mean, <laughs> just, you know,
0: just what what, what track
1: would you pick to sum oh up Incubus God. in one man, song?
0: In one? There is no one track. That's true There isn't It's a whole uh, let's, vibe in let's, itself what it movie like do the not. We just had the election had Let's, the election let's, do, this. And let's do this Drive is a No, let's 200. play a different one Let's play a different one Since right, so we, we just had the election and yeah, all. Let's yeah, play megalomaniac. megalomaniac Okay. You got
1: uh. it So will cut, cut that music <laughs> into the into the show now too We can play Drive later I love the setup here Because we get to do technical stuff that
3: yeah, Andrew Sometimes
1: that Sometimes you can't More of the radio show So let's give this a listen We're a radio station So we can do What the fuck we want
3: (laughs) Oh look at the Resolution is bomb
1: is that the 33? That's the
3: 33.
1: So I was just that there. Shit. I was just at that spot. It's called 818 Brands, and they're over in like the Pacoima area, and they're putting out some fire. So that's a that's a licensed uh, cultivation over there that, that, that does some white labeling for some big brands in the space. Yeah, shout out to Pacoima. <laughs> shout out to 818 Brands. <laughs> Thanks for having us over. And the homie's talking about your greasy-ass Gelato 33, that real Larry Bird cut. Yes, sir. Shit man, shit is all over the place like glitter. That's how it's supposed to be. Yo, like that joint, dog? Let me see it. Yes, sir. Amazing voices ever, bro. It's special. It's special, super
4: special.
1: special. He's a he's a true frontman. Oh, for real. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, he, yeah. he's like the embodiment of rock star. You know?
0: Absolutely. He yeah. grew into that. He grew into that.
1: Yeah. I mean, like we all do. You know, you got to yep. step into the shoes. But that's yep. that's awesome. Yeah.
0: He did a good job at it. He's uh, amazing. And he's still doing it. a good yeah. job at it. Exactly. That's too much responsibility for me, man. I get it. That's a lot of responsibility. You know what I'm Getting saying? Littered out. <laughs> even
1: coming from like so I come from an acting background and even that, like, still like front man's like the that's the pinnacle of like the the human eyes on you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yep. yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'd be able to you know, I'd do my best, but might yeah. not, it Sometimes might not be Sometimes it's great for me. just to be a fan though. And honestly in the band, I'd rather be I'd rather be, you <laughs> know, I always thought of myself as like a bass player or something. <laughs> Never played an <laughs> instrument, but I was bass like, would be bigger than you. I'd probably be a bass player some shit. I wanted
2: to be a singer before I went into finance. So that oh. went really, really fast. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I was like, finance being a singer? Decided to do finance instead.
3: Hey, but that's good for like karaoke, you
1: know?
2: Oh, it's great. It's really great.
1: <laughs> uh, so, Steelers are undefeated. Oh, Kills a big yeah, a big Pittsburgh Steeler fan. I'm from Pittsburgh originally. I was born there. so I was born there, too. I was you? actually
0: born just outside the city uh, in Mount Pleasant.
1: Okay, cool. I'm from, like, Beaver Falls area. Oh, uh,
0: yeah. So we're yeah. from,
1: damn, trip out. Yeah. More more uh, little synchronicities yeah, I'm, right I'm there. I'm
0: an all-PA guy. I was born in Pittsburgh mm-hmm. and then uh, was adopted shortly after birth and then went to Philly and then grew up most of my life in Harrisburg. No shit. Yeah. And in wow. Harrisburg... There's the Susquehanna River that runs right through the mm-hmm. city. And if you're on the east side, you're a Phillies fan. If you're on the west side, you're a Steelers fan. So that's where, that's where PA is divided right there.
1: <laughs> so you won with Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah. Hey, that's yeah. a trip because you would
3: think they would be a bigger rivalry, but they're not. No,
0: they barely play each other. They mostly play preseason games. That's a big preseason yeah. game. Yeah.
1: Totally different vibes from those two cities, too. In western western Pennsylvania um, and Philly, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just like everything about it, the energy's different.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, you got yeah, I, you got the you got the real blue collar out in Pittsburgh. Yeah, hundred you know? percent.
1: That's like the rust belt the beginning of like your gateway to the Midwest, I feel like.
0: Yeah, and then and then Philly, you got all the soul. Yeah. You know, you got like the like the, well, it's
1: a real city, bro, so much energy and stories and things have yeah, happened you there, music. you
0: know. Yeah, you got the Liberty Bell and the you know, the first place the government yeah you know, put up put up or held up shop and uh it's just south of new york yeah but it's north of baltimore and dc so you get that all that traffic flows through there all the time it's a, it's a great place man
1: really cool yeah
0: um so what do
1: you think about the steelers chances uh, did you see this coming
0: no not seven and oh no right no, not at all
1: it, i think it's the the it meets their best start ever which was 78 or something
0: yeah which you they know, won the super bowl I like it but i also like flying under the radar Mm -hmm. i like i like not being the team to knock off i like you know just coming in but but you guys got the recipe though we got that's what i was gonna say we got a squad we got a defense and you need you need a defense to win a super bowl 100 percent. we got that and And
1: that's what pittsburgh
0: does anyway uh, yeah we got that and we got offensive weapons yeah that nobody was checking for maybe juju but you know we got all the addition and and johnson oh man
1: yeah, the, the rookie the, from Notre Dame is really doing his thing. Yeah, he's incredible, bro. What a yeah. good pickup. And and Pittsburgh always drafts well, so it's good to see yeah. that that's carrying on. You know. Yeah. But
0: uh. Well, you know, it's a, it's a tough road in the AFC. Hundred percent. Got to get you got to get I mean, by some tough teams, and and you know
1: that division's tough this year.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. You know. I yes. mean, even and the it usually are
1: is tough, good. but like everybody's good in that. Even like they have like you have winning records all around. It's like the opposite of NFC East. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where they, there's no no winning records at all. <laughs> yeah,
0: you know what I like. There's a lot of
3: big time quarterbacks in that division too.
0: Oh, for sure. You know, Rose you got two got
3: Heisman trophy. No, three yeah. Heisman Trophy winners. Yeah. And then Big Ben. You know? And then
1: Ben, uh, like uh, wow. a certified winner. I was watching <laughs> that game last week,
0: and they were talking about you know, MVPs of, of the seasons, and Ben never got one vote for an MVP. Nah. Like, but period, any season, even when he won Super Bowls.
1: There was, there was times where he was probably the best player on the field, though. Absolutely. He was a monster, bro. Absolutely. Well, more, more so, I think, before the Super
3: Bowl, because to me he was great enough not to lose it. I mean, you guys had an incredible team when he joined, you know? Yeah. And then, you know, the, the last couple teams to do it had incredible defenses. It was yep. like defensive winning Super Bowl teams, and then Tom Brady. So,
4: <laughs>
1: hey, this is the, this is is mean, the most this is the Kiwi most Dietrich's skill. ever talked on the podcast, dog. And You know why? It's because we got him got em high and talking about dogs and football. yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. You
0: know, football, <laughs> I
3: got
1: yeah. my boys, man. Yeah. This is yeah, almost I like,
3: like not even being on the podcast, like sitting yeah. on your couch, man, watching right. the that's game right. and chilling.
1: You know, yeah. Yeah. that's yeah. what it's about. Yeah. Um, no, nah, I, like, I
0: like our chances. You know, we we got. I can't get too excited yet. You know. We got Kansas City out there, yeah. you know, and they're, they're, they're just as potent, you know. On offense, they're definitely a little bit more potent, I would say, depending if, if everybody's health, healthy. Yeah, of Every, course. All things being equal, yeah. obviously, and that's, a, you know, there's a long way to get to the end is of the Le'Veon,
1: Is Le'Veon, has he played for Kansas City yet? Yes, yeah. he did. He we'll played the last out week? The Jets.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah he looked good? Yeah, he looked good. Yeah, he looked okay. good. Okay. Yeah, well, he's, that's he'll interesting. settle in there for sure. That's well, scary.
3: I really think Pittsburgh had the upper hand until – they acquired Le'Veon. When the Chiefs got Le'Veon, I mean, they got like think two receivers that run a four-two, two receivers that run a four-three, two receivers that run a four-four. You can't keep up with the speed the Chiefs have, and now you got a a running back in Le'Veon Bell. That's something crazy. Yeah. And it's a trip because I watched him do all that magic over at the Steelers. And, I and, couldn't believe they let him go. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And not ne- not to take nothing away from the. The fact that they got the best quarterback in the league too.
3: Well, it's easy to be the best quarterback with those kind of receivers. Yeah,
1: but he, he good too, dog. It's <laughs> not like
3: he's not nice with it. He's, I mean, it really is because nice. when you look at Baltimore, their fastest receiver I think runs like a four two four three or whatever, and that's Hollywood Brown. But he's a rookie. He doesn't have anybody else. Just tight ends, and I mean, can you name any of their receivers? Really, he has nobody. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I know. So what you're saying. Uh, Lamar. It's all on him, pretty much, and he then his running dope, back is hurt.
0: Got a dope tight end, though.
3: But he does. He has, yeah. he, has he has dope tight ends, and but it's a lot easier yeah. for these defenses, like how you guys played them.
0: Yeah,
3: it's a lot easier for you to, these defenses to to zone in on that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because the the problem I think like teams are having with, uh, Tampa Bay right now, is that Grunk is able to get loose. Because how do you cover the, the weapons they have? Yeah. They're leaving Grunk wide open. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's when time will kill you. And that's what we see with Ben, though. Because, you know, the kid from Notre Dame, he's something else, man. Claypool. Yes, yeah. Claypool. Yep. He should be rookie of the year as far as – he has a lot lot to do with the reasons why you guys are undefeated right now. Mm-hmm. They can't match up to him. I'll
0: tell you Who's going to cover him? He's going he... four touchdowns in one game, a
4: couple <laughs> games back.
0: I was like, well, I'm glad I'm not playing that dude in fantasy.
3: That dude's a monster. <laughs> Easy. Nah, but, you know, like, we could do football all day. <laughs> all day. Twice on Sunday.
1: We could. Let's talk about cannabis.
3: Yeah, let's talk about cannabis.
1: I don't know, because not just because I know you're a big fan of it as well. It's sure. a big part of your life, and yep. you're, you're, you're a weed nerd, bro. I've yeah. seen that little case you got when oh, yeah. we came to see you at the show. That's <laughs> oh, something. yeah. And I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a weed nerd, too, bro. <laughs> I, I geek out on that shit. Everything about it, you know?
0: Yeah, man. If I um, do something, I like to do it right. Exactly. Yeah. As like, you should.
2: I feel like the music industry and the cannabis industry are just so intertwined. Oh, they 100%. are for sure. Yeah. How in many the music, festivals? How many, how many, how
1: many the music festivals you been on and perform. I mean, you guys are technically responsible yes. for, for what we're doing right now because through music and through the love of cannabis by some of the greatest musicians of all time, it's become uh, more accepted in everywhere. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think, you know, it helps a lot of musicians make the music. 100%. <laughs> Let's be honest.
1: You know, it's, yeah. a, very creative su- it's a very creative substance.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, one Man. of my favorites.
1: Um, what's your favorite weed festival you've done
3: though?
0: Oh, my favorite one? Yeah. What's your favorite one? I don't know. I probably smoke out. No shit. Yeah.
1: Did you ever do? Did you ever do uh, anything in like Amsterdam early, touring over there or anything? Yeah, did you yeah. ever do any like high times things over there like before what we see is the cannabis industry now?
0: No, I was. I was. Uh... We were touring over there one time when they had a cannabis cup going, but I didn't have any tickets or nothing, and we were just a small little band. Okay. So it was like I was enjoying all the you know parties yeah. and things like that, but I didn't actually get to you know so did do that have the badge. Yeah I, like that. And yeah, I got you. Yeah, that would have been thinking, cool. Yeah, I would have been super cool. But yeah, yeah, the, yeah, Amsterdam's dope, man. It's a great city. I too. love Amsterdam. It. Great city. There's a little club called the Milkveg. Uh uh-huh. Used to play all the time. It's right. It's like right in the center of it, you know, and it's just. They just know how to do things over there, man
1: Such a vibrant city I think of it like as like a, I feel like it's like the New York of, of uh, The New York of Europe You know what I mean? Like yeah. it has the New York a, vibe a, Big city vibes Obviously It's a grown with canals man's Disneyland. And a different, and a different <laughs> thing But it's like, you know
0: I took my uh, wife over there For New Year's one year No shit A couple years back Yeah And it was the craziest New Year's I've ever had It was like it just. I mean, all I could imagine Is like being in a war zone because they only sell fireworks there right before New Year's, like three days before New Year's. Uh-huh. So there's like a mad rush for fireworks. Everybody's got them and they're not allowed to set them off until New Year's. So New Year's comes and you know how they got all the little walking streets and the yeah. house and everything. I mean, it's like a club in those places. Like everybody's bumping up against each other and coming out to stores and the shops. And I had... Uh, like, two bottles of champagne on me, a couple of glasses, <laughs> all kinds of weed, yeah. everything, and we go down the damn square. We make our way down, like, literally, I'm not joking, it's like walking through a club to get yeah. to this spot. And we get down there, and everybody's just shooting fireworks off. Like, right beside you, big-ass mortars, and, you know, like, the little <laughs> M80s or whatever, and it's Fuck. like, yo...
1: Sounds like a panic attack. Yo,
0: it was crazy. <laughs> it, was, it was crazy, man. I've never been in, in a situation like that. I'm
1: getting that. anxious now just thinking about <laughs> it.
0: I was, I was all hiding. Nah, nah. I, I had, get I, it. I had earplugs in. I uh, was you're good champagne to go, champagne with a yeah, wife. Uh, I was like, chilling, I'm, yeah. I, was,
3: I was cool. That's yeah. a sight to see then. Yeah, it was, Different a, it was incredible. Different yeah. vibe. I love that place, man. It's a yeah. grown man's Disneyland. That's what it is. Yeah, well, just it it's turns wonderful. into something else on New Year's.
1: Yeah. Um... <laughs> Golda, let's talk about cannabis for a minute because I know that uh, we were talking about some some cool things that you're doing recently. Yeah, you want to talk about finance and cannabis, and uh, you know what you guys do?
2: Yeah, it's a crazy it's a crazy uh, world out there right now. You yeah. know when it comes to when it comes to that um, financing and cannabis, it's.
1: Well, it doesn't it's, exist. Yeah, technically. it's like too, you, know I mean? <laughs>
2: you know, when you talk about it and you say it one sentence, yeah. it's even weird when you say it one sentence. Um, it's amazing. Um, I think what we're trying to do and what we're really doing is creating a way that traditional people would look at the cannabis industry, you know, the same way they would kind of look at any other business. Um, well, it's
3: the same as any
1: other business.
2: Right, but when you're, you know, educating, when you're trying to... But they to don't
1: treat it like that because of all the federal stipulations yeah. and the people well, uh, in prison I mean, behind it and everything else, you know?
2: Yeah, but what's that got
3: to
1: do well, with the can Well, they can't they can't do anything right now because yeah, their hands can't, are tied. Yeah, they yeah. Can't, they bank, can't play. The bank's not no, going to
3: give just, you a loan or anything. No, the bank's yeah, not yeah. doing anything. Like, you know, you can't Hard to run anything. a business. And we're just like,
1: it's you know, hard to run a business without bank Like, these
3: dispensaries don't put their money in the bank, do they?
2: No, that,
0: well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. saying.
3: well, like, no, you know, no,
0: not yet. no like, but
2: we're in like actually this beautiful time right now where we're two years, you know, into legalization in California. Yeah. So a lot of these businesses are in this like beautiful time where they're starting to be looked at. Well, by bankers people. are picking
1: up the phone and yeah. they're listening a little bit and yeah. becoming more receptive to the fact that this is going to be a thing.
2: Which is really where you know we're trying to position ourselves and really help. And bridging the gap
1: kind of between between finance and and the industry industry and the people that, let's be honest, like uh, people that come from my background in cultivation and dispensary owners and, and, and management and stuff, they don't really... They're not the most business, like technically business savvy individuals. You, no, they're you know not because I mean? the culture's never been. Now, that. don't get me wrong; these dudes can run no. the shit out of a business because yeah. they've been dodging and ducking and diving. Yeah, for from the last the, from
3: from the popos. <laughs>
1: yeah, from, pretty much from everybody. Because in in the early stages of like Prop Two Fifteen, like actual business business, like. Anything can go wrong on any given day, and you don't even know where you stand, but you are actually running like a big-ass business, you know Trust what I mean? Trust me, yeah.
3: I know. I've a, yeah, you've it. seen it, yeah. <laughs> and
2: a lot of what we do is education, you know, yeah. is educating both the businesses on how to enter this new world together, and together, and both Trust the investors, how to work with these, you know, with businesses like that, and it's, <laughs> it's amazing.
1: You guys are loan sharks.
2: No, not at all. Not at all. We're actually trying to do the opposite. They're We're trying, really sh- trying to do the opposite.
1: Don't tell the Lone sharks that you're trying No, to- <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. nah, they uh
1: I just seen uh, this I just seen this meme and it was like New Jersey went recreational so it's a it's a it says Absolutely no one, and then it says New Jersey dispensaries, and it's got the Soprano crew out in front of like <laughs> like like the baggies, and it just says dispensary under it, and
2: I'm like, yeah, pretty much.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, oh, probably no. got a dispensary.
4: <laughs> New Jersey,
2: New Jersey went legal yesterday, and I woke up to literally six phone calls from you know people in New York yeah. really. Yo, looking... Jersey's
1: the Jersey's the gateway, bro,
2: to the yeah. to the yeah. mecca. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> East Coast, it's really. Nah, but,
1: but but it's a
3: good thing you guys are doing what you're doing because, you know, what saddens me is when dispensaries have
1: garbage product. Right,
2: right. Because they ain't
0: got
3: no bread.
2: Well, no, but what saddens me is I when mean, dispensaries... Got have got no bread. They need somebody like them.
1: Hey, you can't buy taste, dog. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Some people yeah. either got it or it you be don't. against the law to sell that Hey, and you true. don't even have to have... You, look, you don't have to be... You can still be successful in business and be bland, you know what I mean, in that sense of things. So some people are going to make money not having the best weed, but, you know... Either something, got it or yeah. you don't. There's
2: a market for it. There's a market, yeah, for, there's for, a market everything. for it. There's a market for everything. Exactly. Yeah, you
0: know. Ain't, yeah. Not everybody's like us. You know. Yeah. No. Like Old pals. But they should anything. be. Pops, pops at home is like, let me go to bed real quick. Yeah. Know? It's <laughs>
4: just like real something yeah. like. You yeah. Know?
0: No, I mean smokers.
1: Smokers are interesting. Yeah. I re- I ran retail and people
0: have their strains.
2: I know personally for me during the day, i rather smoke something that's like 17% THC versus, you know, something lower. So. And
1: some people just want to smoke Blue Dream.
2: Yeah.
1: Because <laughs> there's dudes that that's what they smoke. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then yeah. some people want to smoke some during the day yeah. and some in the it's afternoon. like cigarette
3: smokers, you know? That's just what it is. <laughs> they they smoke. smoke camels or... Smokes reds, Jack. Yeah. Or this dude Whatever. smokes
1: Jack. If I had fired Jack, he would come into the shop. If I didn't, he wouldn't be back for a while. That was, was his <laughs> yeah. shit. Yeah. That's what he smoked. You know what, <laughs> 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 what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, we all got our routines. Every ever, now and then, I'd get them with a different sativa, speaking but he would always of, go
3: back to Jack. Speaking of, I feel like that now. All I uh, want to smoke is the papaya. Oh, yeah. That yeah. kill that's that rolled new up terp. for me. Man, I've been stuck.
2: Do you guys yeah, remember man. Acapulco Gold?
3: Yes, of course. That was
2: one of my favorite strains. Acapulco really? I haven't gold, seen I it in so long. And it's an
3: old-school strain. Old-school. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Old, old yeah. That's like my... The strain that you mentioned you that had a strain in Maui, earlier.
3: Wowie, yeah. Those that's are, the strain
2: that I, I'm waiting oh, to find. Oh, we
3: here. don't know. Let's go old school. Oh, yeah. that's some good strains <laughs> I'm just yeah. talking about right now. Yeah.
2: <laughs> right now, that papaya. is, okay, it's funny you that say term. that.
3: That papaya reminds me of old school strands. It's a lot of flavor, a beautiful kick, you know? Mm-hmm. It's a clean, you know, smoke and everything. Yeah. It's not just one or the other, because a lot of these different strands are out there. You're getting, like, from one extreme to the other. You're not getting a balance.
1: What'd you say it was killed? Yeah. Papaya,
0: papaya cake? Papaya cake and... Papaya a bit, cross a Kush cake or papaya cross a wedding? I think it's wedding. Wedding cake, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, the combination mixed, right? He's got a couple different... I haven't had it. Yeah, but... Uh, when it comes back in, I'll definitely get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. But, but I, I like the way it sounds, the but papaya turp with the cake. Dietrich, you smoked the two. I and smoked the two. I yo, Yeah. So was so that so, one uh, more...
1: That one leaned more towards the cake or the papaya? No, more towards the papaya.
4: Okay. Yeah, and I... fruity. yeah.
3: Yeah, even Mitch... I was down in San Diego, and Mitch smoked some too. He yeah. was tripping. He even, yeah. when yeah. I talked to Mitch, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Slick, yeah. When I talked to him, he was like, yeah. "Hey, you got some more of that papaya?" Shouts to yeah. the whole wrong yeah. wrong
1: kind of family out there in Dago.
4: Yeah. I got you.
1: Hey, if Mitch, if you ever hear this, I actually got Darby in the building right now. Homeboy back there rolling joints and shit like he like he be doing. You know, you know it's good with Dago.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah so there's all kinds of strands out there, man. Like, and you know. Every, every time I'm like, you know, somebody puts me on to something new. I mean, there's scientists out there making some good stuff. Yeah. yeah. They,
3: they are. Yeah. And that shit costs
0: money. That's why you do have want to tell? Job. Do you want to
1: tell yeah. the people who, uh, does, your, does your boy have a company? Yeah,
0: he's, he's uh, the, Hit, the Hit Foundation. Well, he's got a charity called the Hit Living Foundation. They help mm-hmm. dogs out. And that's where, you know, Dietrich and I kind of really yeah. team up. And then his is uh, the uh, Hit Foundation. Okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Hit Habitat. Hit habitat, hit habitat. Couldn't think of that for a second. He's gonna kill me for that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the hit habitat. It's, it's uh, you find him on what's Instagram this? and stuff, and check out all the stuff he's got. It's pretty, pretty fire. Thirty three. Yeah, this is thirty three. That's thirty three. Yeah, this is the thirty three.
3: Right
1: yeah,
3: I got some
0: right here too. Yeah, man, it's a, it's like it's like science, man. You know, you gotta you gotta know what you're doing. You gotta be dedicated. Yeah,
3: what's your what's your five favorite strands, right now? Top
0: five that are top five, yeah, top five. Okay, I like the Mac. I got a soft spot for the Mac. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, like the Mac, right. just the Mac. Uh, Dimmer came you know. in with. Some, hey, this is for this Denver is Dimmer
3: came in with some Mac, and we were stuck. We were Nobody just talking about it anything.
1: earlier. And as a cultivator, it, it's a slow vegger, so like it's one of the ones we don't like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. For production, exactly. But smokers it like yield. it because it smokes good.
0: Yeah, it doesn't. It's not. It doesn't have no kind of yield. So if you're growing yeah. it, you don't expect nothing. But yeah, it's fire. Oh, it's it fire. was fire. Yeah. So yeah, I like the mac, obviously uh-huh. the papaya cake.
1: Shout's to capulator for creating the mac cuz right? motherfuckers love it. You did it. You yeah, did it, homie.
0: Did it. Did it. Uh but I, I like a sour tangy. Mm-hmm. You know. I like any kind of something purple purple like the Sunday driver, you yeah. know? Like that, that real purp. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh what? My favorite old school strain was probably probably just like a straight-up Sour Diesel.
4: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. The real, oh, the real Sour bomb. D. Oh, yeah, yeah, the real one. Yeah, of Sour course, D's fire when bomb. it's done right, bro.
0: Yeah,
2: I remember yeah, being yeah. in New York and always when I started smoking. And yeah, because
1: really, they, they take that's all always the diesel. Sour you sour can't smoking. even find diesel on the West Coast because yeah. it's gone.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then when butane it don't hash... don't mean we
1: don't that, grow it anymore. That shit pumping. It just yeah. ain't here. And then <laughs> when the Sour Diesel butane
2: hash came to New York and it destroyed your lungs, that was... Oh, yeah, you got some bad stuff? Yeah, it was...
1: Yeah, you probably horrible. got some bad trim, not purged right. The early, all right, I'll In be like honest. Like
2: 2012. Yeah, the early yeah. days,
1: the early days of concentrate. There was some really oh, sketchy horrible. shit going on. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. I, re- horrible. I, I consciously remember taking hot ass dabs off some fucking god knows what kind of metal <laughs> nail of like some just tar looking shit off of parchment paper. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And like a lot of them too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like
2: when <laughs> I, you really thought you were like the future of cannabis when you were doing it at the time. I mean, you kind of were, but
1: you know, we just yeah. hadn't figured certain things yeah. out yet.
2: Yeah. And now you look back on it and it's like, oh, what is that? But
1: I will be honest. Yeah. It's just, that was bad material. We have a saying in the industry is fire in, fire out. So like, look, even if you gave me a PVC tube and me- like in a mesh screen, like I'll blast you fire ass wax off of it if you know what you're doing and the material that went in the hole was good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Probably I mean, ain't the best way, you know, health wise, but that shit will be, that shit will be fire. So it wasn't the technicality of it. Obviously it got more refined, but you know, once we learned how to keep the material and stuff like that, the concentrate got better.
2: Yeah. And now yeah. you can even press your own rosin at home. So it's yeah, that's so futuristic. Amazing. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. And machines next level. Yeah. And Yeah. I literally like a year ago, I was at my friend's house. She pulls out this machine, puts a nug in it. Presses it down, beautiful rosin. Yeah. Gorgeous. <laughs> it's crazy. And I was like, wow, this is really the future. It's yeah, the first time I cool. saw
0: that, uh, I forget what, I forgot what dispensary I was in. Wax or the rosin press? The rosin press. I yeah. just walked in I, and so someone was pressing it up. I'm like, what? Yeah, for me, it was the <laughs> yeah. dragon. Oh, what? Yeah, we had I a press was at, at the, the dragon. shop.
1: Yeah. yeah. I hated I hate that press, press bro. I hated that yeah. press because it tied up the line and we were busy as fuck dog and when it came yeah. in and then people would want to get their shit pressed and I'd be like fuck I got a butt tender over here on this fucking press for 14 minutes trying to press <laughs> somebody a couple of A's and yeah. I need him on the floor yes. big ass line, everybody just staring at them, fumbling around with the bag yeah. <laughs> all I know is that
3: Manny and Glenn had me smoke that shit and I was stuck just watching them while the people were in line to get it pressed and all I could think about is the Terminator movie when they was pressing the shit.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shouts to 818
3: Brands. It. I'm yeah. smoking yeah, this 33 and this shit out. fire. That's how high I was. Yeah. Because it was so good. It was so pure. You know, they're good at that shit.
2: Yeah, and you just watch it get, mm-hmm. get crushed. But, you
3: know, it's really difficult for me to... Well, it's not difficult. It's just I, I enjoy smoking flour more than the concentrate. Concentrate get me too damn high sometimes. So <laughs> where most of the time.
2: I was always a flour person. And the past yeah. maybe six months, I've been smoking Moroccan hash very very refined hash and it's I
1: love old, I love old hash yeah. I love real hash yeah, like hash is good. it's yeah.
2: been interesting and I really like it recently
1: I'm predominantly a flower smoker I smoke joints that's my my go-to but uh, yeah. I, I mean I'll smoke anything just like Dietrich said he's not really a, a wax guy but every time I see this fool he's been hitting my little puff coat peaks so he's, <laughs> he's gonna smoke it he just doesn't prefer it is what he meant to say <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll smoke a joint or a blunt
3: but you know yeah, exactly. well, really yeah. you know I might hit it you know that's about it but if you have but the I option smoke all day long so yeah, it's not like yeah i smoke all day yeah. i know you do i mean we all do probably all yeah. day
0: i would imagine so
4: yeah yeah, yeah. from
1: mm-hmm. dusk to dawn mm-hmm. i don't i don't smoke all day every day but i smoke every day and some days i do smoke all day every day but <laughs> yeah. sometimes yeah. i be doing some other shit and i can't but yeah i'm, yeah. I'm a smoker through and through it don't matter
0: yeah recently I smoke anything as well like I got my puff cup in sitting at home. Yeah.
1: And it has its moments. Like yeah, if I just come home, fun. I'm working, I'm, I'm pretty busy. If I come home and I'm just like, I got a minute, I'm not going to sit down and roll up and smoke a joint, but I'll hit the puff cup like twice and be out the door again or on my way. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like it's perfect for that. Yeah. I started yeah. smoking concentrate um, at a retail store when we would, uh while we would be working and it was way easier for that because like you wouldn't smoke the place out, but you could take a dab real quick and get normal and like yeah. go out and handle the day. So then I kind of was on the concentrate, concentrate uh, train for a minute.
0: Yeah, I feel like I build a tolerance up for whatever I'm doing. So if I'm always smoking the same herb, I feel like I build a tolerance up for that specific strain. Of course, yeah. Cool. And it's the same way. If I'm always smoking joints, like, I, just, I just like to switch it up. When so, quarantine hit, yeah. I was
2: stuck with like three ounces of the same stuff. Just, <laughs> oh, it wasn't good. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. right,
0: like,
2: Yeah,
3: what is it yeah we are spoiled, man. That's a lot of variety right there. Yeah.
0: There's so much variety. Yeah. I hit the volcano a lot. The volcano's it, dope. Yeah, yeah, I still that thing's just my thing's a sleeper. That's and it's called they, Tyson. You know, every
1: <laughs> every way that you every way that you do you do smoke definitely has a different effect to it.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And you the know, I'm always eating gummies. Me, yeah. Like that's that's my thing, man. I'm, oh, the gummies? Yeah. Sleeping. I don't really deal with
3: the What's edibles. What's your favorite like, gummies? Can't do your I'm light favorite. on the edibles.
0: I like uh, the gummies from Zen Ast- uh, Zen extracts. You ever yeah, Zen, those? Zen extracts. Great. Man, the rosin gummies. Yeah, they're fire. Yeah, I'm all yeah. All the Zen gummies makes are the rosin. amazing stuff. Yeah, when I'm traveling a bunch, you know, we we easy to get the Kiva ones. You know, the little, mm-hmm. all, you know, they're the packaged nice. The, the, little
1: the little terabytes and all that shit are good. The, or the rest Kiva of the gummies. Band, the Kiva
0: gummies. The rest yeah. of the band loves those things. Kiva's you know, dope, on the Tour bus. Everybody's like, <laughs> hey, okay, Have you had cool. the Plus
2: gummies? No, huh?
0: No. What was it?
2: The Plus gummies. They're like little. Little cubes that are really five milligrams. Really, really, really oh, that's nice. dope yeah. too. It's
1: like yeah. the little cube, of like the terabytes. That used to be yeah. my favorite thing was the little, the little espresso beans because I'm a coffee yeah. freak. Yeah, yeah, yeah And I mean, and I, because it was five milligrams, because I could literally just take two and be like,
0: that's what I like. Not like,
1: like on an edible, high, but like yeah. chill. You know what I'm yeah, saying?
0: Yeah, that's what I like. I like having the ability to control. Yeah. You know? Oh, here's a here's a thirty milligram gummy. It's like nah, like I only want half it, so you got to eat half it. But if you got them broken down into fives, you just boom, boom, boom. That's boom it. Yeah, a little yeah. micro
1: dose. Yeah. That's obviously. I mean, honestly, once you get it down and you know your dosage, if you're just trying to stay medicated, especially for like an ailment or like any yep. type of uh, pain situation, sleep. then then sleep. Yes, that is the way that you want to administer. You know what I mean? Yep. It's the most effective. Yeah. Absolutely. I feel like it's the the perfect dose, uh, edible version of cannabis.
0: Yeah. yep. Yeah. So as a consumer. There you go. Just pop, pop them off in five, five little <laughs> milligrams each. Yeah. Find your, find no? your level. Don't, yeah.
1: don't, don't go to a dispensary if you're a new cannabis user and, and get a hundred milligrams or some crazy 500,000 milligram oh, thing. Just that, that would wreck start with me, something bro. that's in five milligram, uh, increments and find, find your level, you know?
0: Bro, I can't eat I mean, you know, it's it's edible. You go over the top, it just wrecks you. It's not a fun place to be. No. (laughs) And I, you know, (laughs) I used to eat these gummies all the time before I get on a yeah. plane or something yeah. and when it hits and you're on a plane that's oh, the worst bro. that's the worst bro yo bro yeah yo I was I was, uh, I, forget, there. I forget where we were going but I was sitting next to our tour manager and I went through one of these episodes and he was like are you okay
4: I was like <laughs> nah bro I was, ta-
0: I was I'm talking to myself and everything and I'm like I'm like it's just a weed you just say weed you're gonna be cool so you'll be alright so, so I'm like I'm good and like two minutes later I'm taking off the sweatshirt I in my, <laughs> my wife's beater I'm sweating I'm hunched over He's like It looks like
1: It looks like You're pretty fucking far From okay
4: right
0: yeah. now He was so worried about me And I was like I'm good I'm good It's just weed bro I'll be fine
4: Yeah. <laughs> you gotta coach I may, yourself
1: I may though. or may
0: not you Have had coach too yourself.
3: much Of You edamom. gotta be like Hold on Hold, on, hold on What did I do You I, go Did yep. I do this Did I take it No, it's yep. just the weed Just oh, you're chill You're on right.
0: talking to yourself Yeah. yeah. Talking yourself off the ledge yeah. Yeah. As a oh, cannabis user
1: You have have to learn how to do that too. Yeah. And some people some people can't and just stay away from cannabis after that. Yeah. Oh it's not gosh. for everybody.
0: Yep. For real. Yeah. Like,
3: I always go back to this dude over here making cookies. He makes you never want to eat edibles. Every time we talk about it. <laughs> yeah, it's well, not that I, I don't I get high because I, I get super too. high. You know, I do everything, but I didn't do did everything too much to where I know where I need to be. Yes. I did it to myself, too, though. It's not like I just <laughs> yeah. left you
1: out on the test thing. Oh, no. It was
3: it was all of us. <laughs> nah, we were I, all I got trying up. to get
1: high, shit. I was oh. so high. I got up. I was playing a video game in the middle of the third quarter, probably playing Madden or something. And I literally <laughs> got up, walked out the room. Didn't say shit. Got up. <laughs> Stood up, paused the game, walked out of the room, went into my bedroom, and was chilling. Until, <laughs> so, like, homeboy came in and was like, Yo, you good? And I'm like, Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna be able to finish the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what you mean you can't finish oh, the game? Well, I was like, Yeah, I think I think y'all should go. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna relax. Oh, <laughs> man, <laughs> man. One of our homies passed stays.
3: out, <laughs> and he was talking, shit, too, like, Whatever, man, I can eat as many of these cookies, like, whatever.
0: I said, all right. <laughs>
3: oh,
0: no. It's so good for you, oh, man. Animals, man. But like, when you get to that spot, like, nobody's immune. My friend, <laughs> no. my no, friend brought me, one.
2: my friend brought me a tray of brownies once oh. and half a tray later, my hand was in the fish tank. Like, <laughs> trying to pet the fish and i realized at that moment i was like well that edibles is not for you like, you cannot do edibles
1: i've never thought about petting a fish
2: yeah, yeah. no i was probably this is, there where for cannabis, like 10 minutes. this is where
1: cannabis takes you though it yeah. really opens up the mind you know what i'm saying like i just i was like mind blown when you said that right now because yeah. i was like damn you could actually do that huh
2: yeah <laughs> if you try hard enough you know you could really try that it was it was really funny
1: I love the moments that I have from cannabis that like where I'll be thinking about some random, I could be like a policy or like a a law or some type of history or something. And where I'll just have like an epiphany moment when I'm high about like, oh damn, that shit actually makes sense to me right now. And I totally get it and understand why this problem is or why this like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it has the power to definitely open up our minds and, uh, you know, make us superhuman in some type of way. Have you
3: ever got stuck DJing? Because oh, you're so told. high?
0: Oh, man. No.
3: <laughs> yes. You know, like, when you do it, because, you know, when you're yes. DJing in front of all those people, and you're DJing, you're just high as Only fuck one as
0: time, start. really, only once. And we were in France at a festival, and we were deaf. it was us and the Deftones, you know, playing back-to-back. And, and in Europe, you know, they got the double-decker buses. Yeah. They got this little cool little compartment up front that sits up over the driver, and you're way up high, and it's all glass. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting up there. I'm just smoking some weed, and Steph comes in from the Deftones. I-, I know you know who Steph is. Yeah, yeah. That motherfucker will smoke some weed, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, anyway. So we're sitting there, just smoking hash, out of uh, real of, real hash too, cause you're in <laughs> real hash. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Out of like an apple or something like that. yeah, always, <laughs> <gonna>. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> and uh, so we smoke it all, and then he's like, "Yo, I got some. I got some Keith." I'm like. All right, cool. So we just keep smoking this. And then all of a sudden, the, the bus door opens. The tour manager runs up, bangs on the door. He's like, yo, we're on in 10 minutes, yo. We've been looking for you.
4: Oh.
0: And Steph looks at me, and he's got to just like, whatever. <laughs> let's go. So we just, I mean, literally, walk out of the bus from that situation, <laughs> to the front of the bus and hash and everything. On the yeah. stage, and back then I used to do a DJ solo before the rest of the band came <laughs> He's like, I got to open now. So it's you know, and we're just, we're fresh to these festivals, and, I, and I'm not paying attention to anything. I'm just cool, just chilling out. I go up there, and I get, like, two minutes into my five-minute DJ routine. I look up, and there's 20,000 people out there. And I forgot everything I was doing, <laughs> and I'm like, fish frame moment. Like, oh, everything starts freezing up. I look over to the left, and Steph's on the side of stage, pointing, laughing at.
4: me. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "This motherfucker <laughs> <I> is fuck. <laughs> I
0: was like, "That's
4: the only time." Yeah.
0: That <laughs> happened to me, and I, you know, we're professionals, so that never happened yeah, again exactly. after that.
1: Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, it it, it has that effect. I got. Uh, That's a funny weed story I I smoked weed before Going to set one time And Like I thought I had Some time too And it was one of those things Where they were like I feel like I'll have Some time to eat And I'll be chilling In my trailer Out of my scenes Not up till like It was like third or fourth Or something I had a little bit of time To like chill You know what I mean Yeah and then I got there, and they were like, "Yeah, we got to get you in hair and makeup right away." And I was like, "Wait,"
4: <laughs> <You> <laughs> I feel Like
1: I had I had another plan in my head, and this yeah. wasn't it. <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: And so I went from you know being morning high to like bright ass lights in my face at a makeup trailer, and somebody talking to me, and I was like, "Oh, this is bad."
4: <laughs> oh, <man>. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> you know, it was also the stress of the tour manager. Like immediately, I felt that I was like, "Something's wrong." You know, I was like, "What's what's wrong?" You know, yeah. and then and then you're rushed, and you're just. Thrown out there it's like whoop, there you go yeah that's it you know <laughs> Good, I smoke weed because I you know I know the feeling so I was like I was like okay talk talking to yourself you got just, just hold it hold it down two more minutes hold it down yep. what yeah what do you see the future relationship
1: for banking and uh like cannabis where do you see if what would you like to do in the space
2: what would I like to do in the space? Well, it's a you know what bit, I what mean. Like, what's your yeah. what's your end goal
1: for for the the company?
2: My my goal, I would say, not not really for the it's not for the company. It's more for the cannabis industry as a whole. I would say mm-hmm. is to really give you know business owners access to capital and let's you know let's make this something. Let's get, give business owners the right opportunities and options to really you know be out there. Um, I think as more states become legal and banks start talking, you know, to cannabis, to cannabis businesses, it's really it's a really exciting time. It's really exciting.
1: Yeah, because you know, cannabis is finally being taken serious as a as a business. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's uh, I mean, more and more states are coming online and voting this into into reality. Thank God. I feel like yeah. it has to do with like you know the stigma. Disappearing slowly When I travel I've been talking to people in, And yeah. in, in like The culture's crazy In the middle of the country too. Yeah I know uh-huh. Kill you Which know this really from good. traveling yeah. And yeah. stuff that You know I like to talk to people Because I'm in the industry too I like to ask them how they feel A lot of times When I go do like um, Like Autograph signings Or appearances Or something like that Like the dudes that pick us up Are cops a lot of the times In these little towns and shit That take us to the games Or whatever yep. They PD you know right away You know So I'll chat them up And like see how they feel about it In this place That it's foreign to them You know what I mean um, and it's becoming more, more and more like the conversation goes differently than it would have 10 years ago. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if, I, yeah, if I that, you know, yeah. they definitely look in the back and they're like, oh, that's cool that you're in the business and talk to you about it a little bit and stuff. So,
2: you know, over Corona, especially with everything kind of going down, cannabis is really the only industry that stayed and not just stayed, like went up 20, 30, 40%. Ooh. And it was an that's, essential business yeah. out here. And that's amazing, you know, for the future. And I think as more people start talking about it and looking at, at it as a business, it really gives, you know, opportunities for businesses who've been in this for 15, 20 years to really shine. And that's what I'm most excited for, um, is to really kind of see that shift. And, yeah. A lot of that is, you know, music. Yeah.
0: You know, the kids... Are now becoming the ones running shit. Thank God. And you know they got. Sorry all these- about that. Did I just blurt out? Thank God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> let me let me let me just say why though, because I feel like, look, man, it, I I have this opinion that at a certain age, then the generational gap is too large, and you can't relate to the, one the future, and two, uh, and a lot of times the present, yeah. but definitely not the future. You know what I mean? And that's a bad place to be operating from. But bad totally. place to be
0: making yeah. laws from. A hundred percent because <laughs> yeah.
1: the world isn't the same anymore and it's not yeah. going to be the same. And I think that we don't, we're not letting visionaries make these decisions. And, we're making, you know, it's a different operating from a different vibrational and, level. You know what I mean?
2: And that's yeah. what I think the, the finance world is kind of starting to realize that this industry can't really be done without the people that have been in this for 15, 20, 30 years. You can't bring in a bunch of shoots to the cannabis industry and try to make it work. No. Um and no. that's really exciting to me is the opportunity to really have, you know, really people who So you want to put money this. in the
1: hands of of like of the guys that grinded it out and made it and yeah. maybe don't have the financing or the actual um uh, the the correct paperwork to to really take something to the next level yeah. in the business or give them a shot at it, at yeah. least, you know what I mean? Help them it's figure uphill, out the
2: pieces to be able to come it, into this new world.
1: It's an uphill battle without proper financing to run a business. I mean, like, you just, you know, this isn't, can't be treated like just some cash thing, like a laundromat or something and where it's like...
2: A lot of what we do, as I said, is more than books just... books aren't that
1: difficult. It's like we have crazy-ass uh, overhead, and when you're not able, nothing is tax tax you know, tax exempt or any type of real tax benefits that you would from a regular business, it's a hard place to be. It's an uphill battle to say the least.
2: Yeah. It's a really hard place to be navigating. And, and we
1: want to have the relationship with these people because I mean, why wouldn't we want to, you know what yeah. I mean? I would love to have a, a line at a bank for cannabis business to like really propel myself forward. No, that's huge. You that's know? where
2: the industry is going. And our goal is really to, you know, give the people who've been fighting for this industry the first chance and educate these you know institutions when the time comes in to how to look at these businesses and how to look at the structure of these businesses and really benefit you know everyone
1: so you have some you we had we had a meeting i don't know how much of it you want to talk about or not but i'll give you the open reign to. and you said that you guys were in the process of basically getting some money for some brands and what is your plan like going forward with that like who's a good candidate um, what do they need? Because I have a lot of listeners that are obviously in the business and stuff like that. Like, if they need some money, like, how do they go about developing that relationship with you, or or seeing if they're even a viable candidate? Obviously, it's all recreational market stuff. So
2: yeah, um. So we're really looking, you know, now with all the new states kind of opening up, we're looking for opportunities that are that are cool, you know, kind of in new states. I would say anyone really in California um, that has a license or is in the process of, you know, getting a license and really just needs that extra push and, you know, either structuring their paperwork or putting their financial plan together to get investors or actually yeah. raising money to get the investors. Um, that's a lot of what our focus is.
1: And you want to do it as, as more of a... a- an interest loan instead of a business partnership.
2: Yeah, because why should you have to give up 20, 30% of your business? Yeah. Like, to some investor who's A lot of in. the deals
1: are more like, yo, I got the money, I'll basically, you know... Yeah. That's like a sponsorship, almost, and you're giving equity to someone, which is like, you know, some some people have to do that to play the game, but it would be nice if I could go take out a loan and know that I'm betting on myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and be able to just uh, not give my equity away to somebody, but keep it and... Uh, and just pay a, a regular business loan type of thing yeah a little bit higher higher interest obviously because it's more of a risk yeah sure. but
2: that's what our, our goal is really you know to be able to make it sustainable for business owners yeah. and not be, as you mentioned earlier, loan sharks, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. I like the education
0: um, aspect. Yeah. Because you got to teach, you know, because these big companies
2: would say are coming I 70% yeah. of my business is education. Yeah. 30% of it is financing. Yeah, and it's good and, to
1: let these guys know that there is ways that they can be manipulated and lied to by bigger corporations yeah. where they, they come in and you have a prosperous business yeah. and maybe they offer you... You know what seems like a good chunk of money, but maybe is like stock driven or something. And we else, saw that happen really, two years ago. Yeah, know? it happened, right?
2: <laughs> we saw it happen two years ago with a lot of these companies, and you know, yeah,
1: where it didn't what they signed away wasn't really what yeah they had signed up for, so to speak.
2: Yeah, yeah and that's kind of where we're trying to bridge the gap and really, you know, show investors and you know lenders in this industry so a we, very
1: open, like uh, a clear relationship, yeah. and 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 being aligned to. From banker to business owner to like, you know, build a relationship for the future because somebody is gonna win this. This, you know, there's gonna be so many people that are successful in this space. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's. I think that it's a good. It's a good uh, gamble for a banker. I mean, somebody's. We're oh. we're good horses right now. And I know I we think pay bills. Really, so. at twenty percent
2: of where the industry is gonna go, if like that. Yeah, I yeah. mean,
1: I mean it's, sky's the limit. Yeah, the
2: well,
1: can the average cannabis user is. Uh, spends a much higher dollar amount than alcohol or, or tobacco or anything else. Yeah. Um, it is a bigger business in the sense of, of how the government would categorize it, which is, is but just like a, not, a, a not just in the
2: recreational market, just in the medical world. When that kind of really opens up, that's, that's going to be huge. And I think that's where cannabis is really going. It's like investing in alcohol 100 years ago or 150 years ago, but not even remotely close just because there's you know the medical benefits associated with as well.
1: Yeah, it's definitely the, the, it's the better of those two, for sure. I'm not one to judge, but I'm just going to say it. <laughs> we
0: know
1: that definitely. the results have been different. Yeah. Um, you guys haven't been touring, huh? Nothing. Obviously, since COVID. Nada.
0: COVID shut us down. We're supposed to be all over the world this year. Yeah, I bet. Uh, and because you guys just dropped a new album. Yeah, we dropped an EP out in April. Yeah. You know, can't promote behind that or nothing like that. Yeah. So that's kind of, so you know, bands are just dropping albums now with no promotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you've been doing some dope uh, DJ sets. Yeah, I've
3: been doing DJ sets every I got Friday. A couple of cool ones from you, man. I've still been rocking.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, every, all these DJs go to, to, you know, online now. So I went to Instagram and then I found Twitch. Yeah, Twitch is dope. Twitch is dope. Instagram, you know, the sound is real crappy and they cut you off if you play something, you know, that, that you know, copyright and stuff like that. Twitch does that after your live gig. So once you upload it, you know, they'll go through and source it for, you know, breaches of, Publishing contracts. Oh, but when and you're actually, live, it, When you're live, plays. they just let it. So it's like oh, a radio dope. station. And the sound quality is, is better. So I switched over to that platform. And, you know, now I'm doing like every two weeks. But at COVID, the whole way through the summer, I was doing it every Friday. That's dope. It was a grind. I bet. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's not like you're playing at a club in Philly one night and then a club in New York the next night where you can have a similar set. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Every, every it Friday be a different had a completely different yeah, set. Yeah, because you so. just... But, you know, it did it did help me. Now I got an arsenal of sets in my bag. That's dope. For sure. But, yeah, no, we did... Uh, Incubus did um, 20 years of Make Yourself tour last year.
1: Uh-huh. So we, I think I went to one of the concerts with D. Yeah. yeah, Santa Barbara. Yeah, it was dope. Yeah, we
0: played our album Make Yourself back, front to back. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. We don't usually do that. It was that. dope, man. Yeah. And then this year we were, you know, going to do that overseas. And, yeah. And, you know, just celebrate that record. And then COVID hit, and that was it. Shit, that oh. was
3: stuck. Yeah. I was stuck at that show. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. How, was your was COVID, how has your COVID experience
4: been?
0: I ain't been doing shit, literally. Like, you guys yeah. are probably the first people I've really been hanging out with and stuff like that. You know, I got a wife and a dog at home, and, you know, I got a studio, so I'm, I'm cool. You're chilling. I see, yeah. yeah, I'll see a couple of friends in in the backyard or something. Yeah. And I, I live on a really cool street. We call it, like, Music Row. Mm-hmm. And it, we got... Guitar players and musicians from big bands and stuff. So we're all kind of like friends in the neighborhood. So I see them and things like that. But for the most part, I ain't been doing shit. Yeah, I feel it's like, like Groundhog <laughs> Day, man. Yeah, yeah.
1: I could imagine. Yeah, man. I've yeah, been I've been up. busy with yeah. the cannabis stuff. So I've been working at least. I don't I don't really do shit anymore. But I mm-hmm. go to work and then I come home. So I guess I'm out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it hasn't felt like as much of a quarantine quarantine as yeah. as uh, as some people have been
0: yeah and you know for us for for any kind of musician I, you know we're going to be the last ones to get back to work our industry's like really hit hard with this so oh 100% so you know i don't we'll have some plans you know we got plans to tour next year but, yeah you know honestly i don't think it's going to happen you know i don't yeah. think even next year i think the the risk of touring Next summer I think It would it's be big, too
1: hot I think it's a big risk Like financially For everybody You know what for I'm saying For everybody yeah. yeah It's like yeah.
0: You, you know, know weird.
1: Festivals used to be festivals But we don't know Where festivals are at And it's not cheap To throw them No You know what I'm saying not So it's a big all. risk For yeah. even an investor To be like Yo maybe the, maybe we should Just rethink this shit And yeah. nobody wants to be The dude with the outbreak Either at no, a festival Or a thing be, like that Because then you're done You're done yeah. Forever That's yeah. your business You know what I mean It's very scary In that sense For that, for that business model For sure Yeah
0: so I think you know, for us as a band, I think realistically, we'll be out in 2022. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like I said, as soon as we see what's happening and it's really clear, you know, that could be the summer of 2021. I'm hoping. Yeah. But until then, it's like, yo, like that whole industry shut down.
1: You guys got any plans of going back into
0: the studio together, though, in the meantime? Yeah, we have a spot out in uh, Reseda. Okay, cool So we got a warehouse out there I grew up in Reseda, actually Oh, yeah, yeah That's dope Nice, nice yeah. Cobra Kai That's right <laughs> Straight
1: up. Hey, I used to live like the, the, the North Seas apartment building or whatever I literally had a house yeah. on Van Alden That's on That's on uh, Is it Sherman Way or Staticoy? It's on Satakoy, yeah. yeah. It's on Satakoy right there. I used yeah. to have a house right yeah. around the corner Basically when I was right a kid. Down I remember Sadikoy. seeing it. Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's dope. Yeah, so, Good so old San Fernando Valley. we got a space. It's been dark for a little while because we're all trying to deal with COVID in our own yeah, certain exactly. ways. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's a spot that now we're doing a little project. I can't tell you what it is yet, but we are, you know, dope. making stuff happen. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so yeah. fans should look out for that. I'm sure that's going to be amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, tours is a weird thing. I love concerts, too, but, I like...
0: I mean, who doesn't love concerts,
1: man? It's hard to be conscious of other people's... <laughs> yes, they're, like, they're
0: rad, bro. Like, I'm, I'm, I just miss seeing music and feeling that energy, let alone playing it and yeah. being part of it, you know, like, going to them. I go to a lot of concerts as well.
1: What's that feel like, bro? That's, like, because when I watch you guys, it's, like, the epitome of, like... I feel like in that moment as a performer, on that stage, that's, like, the epitome of, like, uh, of human energy... On, on you at that time, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: There's no bigger stage than that, I feel like, in the world. Even as an actor or something else, and I guess doing live theater. But I think music, especially because it's got, like, such a... It's vibrational, so it's the most powerful...
0: Yeah, there's, there's a serious interaction between the music, you and the music, and then the music with the people. Yeah. And, that, and that's just the whole set. It's just, like, going everywhere. Could be. You know? Yeah, it must be incredible. Yeah, it's, it's cool. You know, a lot of times when I first come out on stage, like, it's just me. It's my world, that's it. I don't even pay attention to it. Yeah, you know? I get it. Like, I'm like, okay, is there all the buttons switched right? You know, or is everything on? Like, is this working right? I'm just like going through the checklist. And then it's kind of like my focus then goes out a little bit further. So then I see the drummer and the guitar player and whatever. And then it's the five of us. And I'm like, okay, we got this. We got it. And then I kind of go out to the audience and start feeling it. And that usually takes me like three or four songs. Yeah. I get you know, it. That's the process. Yeah, and I'm then getting it, comfortable in that yeah, space, and letting I'm, the energy build. The moment I fuck up, I'm right back. To right myself. back to your so space. So it's like yeah. it's you know it's like it's like a breathing thing. Yeah, bro. Yeah.
1: I get it. Yeah. Intense. Yeah. Because that's a lot of energy, bro. At the end of the day, we always yeah, like to, we yeah. always like to take away from the fact that like that's like energy fields, bro. <laughs> like fucking <Yeah. laughs> back and forth yeah, it's and a real and, thing. Yeah, hundred yeah, <laughs> percent. Yeah, yeah. Super intense.
0: Yes. Yeah, what's up?
1: Um. Where can people find your DJ sets you've been doing through COVID?
0: Uh, you can just go to djkilmore.com. Uh, you can go any DJ Kilmore Twitch, Instagram, whatever. You can find me there. Yeah. Uh, Twitch has them all up. Uh, if you want to get the actual recordings of some some of them, I put them up, up on uh, DJ Kilmore Mixcloud. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, so, I like
1: that. I, I love getting a good set here and there and just bumping that because it's... it's I'm telling you, I'll be bumping this reggae jointy DJ You know, we reggae get, like, in the day. iTunes days, we have everything yeah. at our fingertips. But at the same time, sometimes I just want to, I want somebody else to play music for me, and I don't want to have to think about it and, like, feel that vibe, too. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I
0: mean, if iTunes could, you know, reggae rock a mix like these DJs, you yeah. know, it'd be over. But uh, they can't. They can't. It's you know, you need that human aspect. You need of course. And you need the experience of the manipulation. Yeah. sure. And that's really what you do, because you
1: set the tone.
0: You know what I mean? It's a vibe. It's a vibe. Yeah. You know? You
1: control the crowd.
0: Which is crazy because when you're doing it on, you know, you're doing everything over the internet now, there is no crowd. No. It's like, you know, and I'm not really ever on the mic that much. So when I first started doing like I was like green, real green. You know, not the mixes, but me interacting with it because that's a whole different thing. It's a totally different vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Did it take you back to like when you were practicing? Oh, yeah, like when I was first starting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm totally green, man. I'm like, what do I say on this mic? <laughs> <laughs> Who am I talking to? Why am I talking? It's like, wait yeah. a second. Like, okay, focus. like, And then especially when you watch it back, you're like, okay, that that sucked. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's always that, that, that fear of like, you know, sometimes I listen a little bit, and then I try not to listen too much, though, because yeah. like I was taught as a child, like acting that, you don't always want to, you know what I mean? They didn't, yeah. let, us watch, they didn't wa- let us watch dailies when we were a kid for a reason because they don't want people seeing what they look like or feeling kind of some type of way about it and then acting out of character yeah. Yeah, or well, just acting different or being conscious of it. It can, yeah. fuck, it can yeah. fuck with your head a little you know, bit, you sure, know what I'm saying? but if
0: I had somebody else to edit the mix and throw it up on the mix cloud or something like that, you know what I mean? They'd yeah. be doing it or she'd be doing it, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. But that's all in-house. Yeah. So I got to literally sit there and listen to it and just make sure it's cool.
1: Oh, exactly. You, know, you don't have a choice.
0: No. And, you know, now it's cool. I'm like, now I don't really care. Yeah. I say the right things, just, you know, and stuff like that. But, yeah, it's tough being in front of the microphone for the first time.
1: Yeah, thanks for coming out. Um, I know you said you've been in the house a lot. I appreciate your, your time and um, you coming out here to talk to us today and uh, hang out. Yeah, no worries, man. It's been fun. I, I'm a big fan,
0: obviously. Appreciate it. Um, well, you got you know. You guys got, you guys got tickets anytime. Oh, Thank you so much, bro. Yeah, you know yeah. we are gonna hold you up to. it. And y'all put on hey, y'all put hey, on hey, a good hey, ass I've concert. I'm gonna down, keep bro. coming. No, never, <laughs> never, ever, ever. No, <laughs>
3: never. I've been to. And that's a, important. I've been to
1: a couple. And it's he'll sort of, always
3: make sure the uh, you know you're taken care of. Yeah. The seats, hundred percent, best seats, yeah. great seats, great seats. Y'all got good fans. Backstage, too. all that, like, getting yeah. treated. You know, escort all that. It's always yeah
0: because you know we've been doing this a long time and I don't. You know, I give I give people I know, you know, like the tickets they deserve. You know? Like if I don't know you, I meet you at a bar the night before or something, yeah, I'll give you tickets. <laughs> <but> <laughs> it's just tickets. You're not coming backstage, you're not hanging coming out. Back- it's not, no, a- no, not personal yeah, it's not like that. But if you a homie you know, or something like that, like, yo, you you're coming yeah. to hang with me. We're like we're hanging. Like, yeah. come on, this is my dope. world. this yeah, we've been boys in. for some time.
1: Yeah. Luckily, I know Dietrich Brown, yeah. and I get to do that type right. of shit. He's the <laughs> dude that always got the... the I've never... This motherfucker ruined going to concerts for me because <laughs> I could never... I went to, like, two concerts without Dietrich <laughs> <laughs> before in my life, and they weren't the same. And I was like, damn, yeah. I'm never doing that shit again. Yeah. Hey, yeah. the smokeouts were
3: fun. Yeah, bro. Amazing. Man, the smokeouts were fun.
0: Yeah, I, I said that earlier because yeah. we were on a South American tour, and the very end of the tour, we flew from, like, Buenos Aires, Argentina, mm-hmm. to like East L.A., you know, yeah. to, to do the smoke out. The real we smoke out. We literally came and we I were was in there. L.A. I didn't even go home, I don't think. We were I was there. Like, it was Insane. Right there. Oh, so was was like, like,
3: oh, great, yeah, man. I can't wait for that to
1: come back.
0: Yeah, so we went from South America, just, you know, scrumming around for any kind of weed you can get. To
1: weed mecca. To, like, boom. The Holy Land. Didn't smoke out. Took to the bags from there. <laughs> that the should have been a Boy, movie, dog. Right? Straight off the plane to smoke out. Hey, but that's
3: the trip, though, man. The magic for us to get to all these concerts and everything had everything to do with having good weed.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
3: Shit, having good weed. Most things Get in my you into anything, a lot of things in my life have
1: to do with having <laughs> <Back> good weed <laughs>
3: back then. Yeah, so that's all you had to have. You had that fire. OG. It's all the
1: relationships. Everybody was, like, hey,
3: what's up, man? What's up with that? Oh, sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, weed,
1: weed bridges. It How
3: many people bridges you gaps. got? <laughs> right?
1: Yeah, yeah, it does. We met out...
3: But we uh, didn't roll too deep, though, so it was kind of easy, too, you
1: know? Me and the rest of the foreign genetics guys met Golda in Vegas outside of uh, the Aria during the weed convention out there last year, and uh, she asked us for a lighter and uh, then smoked with us, and we were going... We had, like... There was, like, 12 of us or something. Um, It was the satellite guys and and the foreign guys and a couple other people in the crew, too. It was a big group of dudes, and she was like, yeah, we're going to the convention, and she just rode with us in, like, this big-ass... (laughs) <laughs> this big-ass like party bus that we took and we we're like that was brave as fuck, but
4: yeah, it was She's in funny. the finance
1: business and yeah. and cannabis and she like met some dudes that are like with the shit You know what I mean? Like yeah. that these dudes that's a crew of dudes that they grow weed. That's what they do, yeah. you yeah. know, and uh That's, that's weed they cool. yeah. brought us together Asked for a cool. lighter and all of a sudden, you know, you meet a potential business partner or uh, You know share space with people in the industry like yourself. It's a really cool thing.
2: Yeah, it's really yeah. funny It actually happened to me once before someone I asked someone for a lighter at an airport, mm-hmm. and I gave them my business card, never heard from them. Again, three, four months later, I got a call randomly. They're like, hey, remember you asked me for a lighter at the airport, gave my business card? We ended up closing a loan with them. It was amazing. Um, all because of a lighter. And I a think business that's card. the whole
0: culture of marijuana, yeah. at least yeah. in my experience. Like, It's a drug that you share. Yeah. Like there's because a lot of other drugs where you're like no, it's, it's all I got is me, you know. Right. Even, even if you're down to your last joint, you can share it with somebody. Yeah, you're right. Exactly.
3: You know, so the I whole mean I never tried I Uber... to know <laughs> that, that I would be like that.
2: <laughs> yeah. On you my... know,
3: but Chris Rock played a good part, you know. <laughs> yeah,
2: on my Uber over here, no the track. my Uber driver hasn't smoked hash in like twenty years, so I gave him like a gram to try, which was really really funny <laughs> oh, yes. yeah so he's gonna have yeah. smoke hash tonight for the first I time sold, in
1: 20 years I, I sold the pizza delivery dude I sold the pizza <laughs> delivery dude we can roll some up uh, after a quarter pound one time as he was delivering me my pizza because oh, I yeah, was smoking I weed when he came to the door and I remember up.
4: that <laughs> and, I, and I
1: literally served this full of QP yeah. the delivery man <laughs> that brought the pizza yeah he was, uh, I mean, it wasn't just some random ass dude. He was like a kid from town that we were in and whatever. Yeah, and I yeah. knew who he was, uh, you know, yeah. through whatever. I'm but still, that shit
0: happened. I'm telling you, that's the culture. Yeah, that is, the, is culture. the culture. It's the sharing, sharing culture. It's sharing culture. I know somebody
1: actually whose dad is like a huge germaphobe. And uh, she remembers seeing him smoke a joint with other people in New Jersey when she was a little kid. And she tripped out like the dude. She said the dude wouldn't kiss, wouldn't, wouldn't kiss her on the lips. But he'll share this thing with, with this yeah. cigarette, basically, with these other yeah. people. Yeah. That's how communal it is. Even to a germaphobe, he's down to, like, yeah. Yeah. smoke, smoke, or sesh out with the homies, right? Yeah. 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 Yo. So, um, Golda, where can people find you in CanVestments? dot com. So, yo, if y'all need money or y'all want to open the line of a relationship with the, the banking industry, hit Golda up. She's serious and has some some cool ways to... Uh, to you know, open a business relationship with with legit banking. Um, thank you. Kill, thank you, brother. Yeah, I man. appreciate it. Anytime. I, I'm looking forward to hearing some of those sets. Um, and uh, that's it. We out. Thanks, D. <laughs> that's right. <laughs>